Hey folks, Tyler here from Being This Person. This is a conversation I have with a lifelong friend of mine, Guido. That's not his real name. Names are changed to protect the innocent. Although we changed that when we were about, I don't know, 19. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you listen to a couple other ones. Also, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff, wherever you get your podcast feeds. We do have a website. It's beingthisperson.com. We will eventually have some other like joining clubby kind of things at some point, but it's going to take a little while. And I also want to tell you that this is going to come out whenever I get the opportunity to record one with someone I think is interesting. So it's not going to be reliable, but it'll be a surprise in your podcast feeds. So thank you very much for listening. Again, listen to a few other ones and enjoy my conversation with my friend Guido. Roll the theme music. Right. <laughs> so project towards the microphone and go. Uh, so the first question is, who are you? Hmm. Who am I? I'll take philosophical questions for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> um, Not the first person to say, well, the first one to say exactly that. But. Um, depending on how, <clears throat> boy, that is a question to unpack. Who am I? Uh, A name wouldn't hurt listeners. Oh, Guido. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Um, No, I'm already, like, diving deep. You're doing great. Uh, I would say my current favorite model or answer to that question would be um, the infinite... Uh, whatever, mind, consciousness, God, insert noun of choice or other here, experiencing itself. So let's stick with the word infinite, just to break that down, so the infinite experiencing itself? Yeah, or... Yeah, or right. Your God sure. experiencing yourself, yeah, or, or Brahman, perhaps. Right. I, I might need so those are the others, but just but yeah. I wanted to make it one quick, concise. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, but it's like, uh, and I'm sure I'm getting this out of uh, probably mangling the metaphor, but just off the top of my head, kind of like, um, like we are the waves, which we kind of indicate as having their own individuality, like, oh, did you see that wave? Or, ooh, that was a, you know, totally tubular dude. Uh, Whatever the case may be. Uh, But it's all still part of the ocean. So, in this metaphor, it would be like the wave kind of experiencing and crashing upon itself. Actually, you know, what is it? What's that beach in Maui, whatever? You know, the one that's known for the huge 
tubes and shit. Oh, breakers? Yeah, the breakers and all that. At any rate. So it'd be like that. Uh, only, like, we are all those waves. I think it's breakers. Break, break, breaking on shore. And, and actually, this actually stands up a little better than I initially thought because the ocean isn't necessarily experiencing the beach. But the waves are, even though they're still part of the ocean. It's like they arise out of the ocean for whatever reason. They have their brief life. And then they're reabsorbed. That's what I am. How's that? That's pretty good. I mean, don't ask me, oh, dude. Okay. It's your answer. Well, fair enough. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I'm just here to ask the questions. I'm not, I'm not grading you. I'll give myself an A plus on that one. Okay. Well, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. I think you may get straight A's. I think I might. <laughs> I've taken this class a few times. <laughs> Still paying them off, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a in a less philosophical or spiritual way. Who are you? Oh, uh, is this question two? Or no, same it? question. Oh, just okay. just oh. broadening the bases. Uh, so there's more spectrum for where your answers come from, who you are as a person, what your life looks like, that oh, kind of shit. Oh, like, oh, gotcha. Uh, so There's no wrong answers. I'm just probing. Sure. Um, although phys- physiologically I'm uh, of Northern European descent... Uh, I wouldn't say white so much as see-through, really. Uh, they called them blue bloods. Blue bloods. Blue blood for a, for a reason. reason. Yeah. Uh, I would say. Uh, oh, oh, who else am I? Uh, so I work in the uh, mental health system uh, here in the United States, and boy, that's a shit show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my young idealistic self going into the field of psychology. God damn it. I mean, it's better than music theory, don't get me wrong, but not by much. Not by Agreed. Much. It, not by much. It hasn't gotten you much further than an art degree would have. No, a little bit, but not by much. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm, I consider myself, I, I hate labels in general as a rule, but I would say I tend towards trying to be open-minded I consider myself a rather spiritual individual. Um, I've studied most all the world's religions, um, both personally and academically. Uh, let's see. I'm more about like building bridges than walls, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of. I think all uh, religions have things to give. Um, but yeah, I'd say philosophy, psychology, and comparative religions. I basically of the whatever ninety or so credits you take as a junior and senior, about they were about evenly divided thirty, thirty, thirty. Psych, philosophy, comparative world religions. So, if that gives you any indication as to where my interests lie and where you're coming from, maybe and where I'm coming from. For further information, please see the answer to question one above. <laughs> one A, whereas yeah. this was one B, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> first, first one to establish a system, <laughs> right? Really good on that. So the question is now: now that oh, we, oh, actually, sorry, okay. I was going to add one more go, thing. This is where it. I was going. Uh, so I consider myself a liberal, not necessarily a progressive. It's very American political terminology you're using. True. And as usual, I'm probably using them in my own very specific uh, idiom, sir. Yes, idiom (laughs) uh, and manner. 
than perhaps is normally, you know, textbook, like if you just Googled the word or typed it into dictionary.com. Uh, and that I value freedom and options uh, in life. Um, which That's downright libertarian of you, son. Yeah, which, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, and I don't know if we're going to be going down this direction or not. Cause no, of course, no, 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 this is not a political okay. podcast. Oh. Well, I'll just leave it at that then. If, um, if somebody wants to bring I'm a, it up. I'm a freedom lover. We'll just say that. I, I like uh, freedom and, uh, yeah, good times. A person should be allowed to do with their body what they desire their body, to mind, do with their body, soul, so long as it hurts no one else. Most, around. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I well, the witch's creed, if you would. Yeah, sure. Do well, what they will, as universal. long as it hurts none. Yeah, it's pretty universal in most religions. The other, the other universal big thing in, the, in my eyes, and and I've heard it out of a lot of other mouths. This is not unique by any stretch. Uh, is that d- treat other people as you would treat yourself? You know, it's funny you said that. Before you even went there, I was just thinking. Uh, that that is actually, um, please don't take this uh, too harshly, but uh, the golden rule is shit. Um, no, the golden the, rule the, is not shit. The plat- <laughs> no, the platinum rule is better because, now hear me out, and I didn't come up with this. I wish I could say I did. Uh, but uh, the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The problem is, is we're all different. So the platinum rule is do unto others as they would have done unto themselves. Mm-hmm. You have done that before with me. I'm a huge fan. I, I would agree, of but that. that that is beyond the ability of well, but, but many think, people because, as you said, we're we're all very different people. Well, but think about the implications. That's that's actually, I think, in many ways, the uh, the causes the problems in the world is people try and help, quote unquote, help others, but they're falsely imposing their own value system upon those others, and so yeah, they are doing unto others as they would have done. Uh, for example, the witnessing, uh, the witnessing, and the missionaries. It's like, yeah, they would want people to witness them. Well, guess what? The fucking native people don't. So back the fuck off. You know that kind of thing. Like, so it's like, <laughs> do unto others as they would have done unto them. Is the is is superior? I think in in every capacity. So no offense, but you didn't come up with the golden rule. So I'm sure you don't I, take it personal. You, right, I don't take it personally, and maybe somebody listening does. But if yeah. they're listening and taking offense, then Probably I can be. sometimes be offensive. unless unless they want to make you know take offense and and sometimes taking offense to something helps you work through it and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. So if I they want to take it in that avenue, go for it. I encourage oh. you to keep listening. But if you're not going to do that, you're just going to get angry. I recommend take, I recommend taking a gate, not offense. Yes, it allows That's more great options. Great once again, great one. Thank you. I don't think I've ever said that one before. Not in front of me, but that was really well. I just done. came up with I, it. Uh, Shit! Trademark. Trademark. Fiddle the spirit. <laughs> okay, so how'd I do for one? You're still on one C. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. we're good. We're right. good. Whatever okay. it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I just wanted to add that. I think. Yeah. So, so now that we know a little bit about who you are, uh, the next question is why. Why am I? Who you are? Who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I would say the obvious answer is due to the decisions I've made. Um, you know, that kind of goes into, I guess I am going more philosophical. Um, just good. I don't get enough of these conversations anymore. Good right. Uh, I think it's good for everybody to, to be a part of and to I miss listen it. to. I just had a really good one not too long ago, but it was, it was Congratulations. like... Congratulations. It is a, for an a, extreme rarity. Yeah. Who was it? I don't remember. At any rate... Um, 
the question was why am I so uh, in a way I mean you could use the you could look at the you know determinism versus free will or soft determinism or etc um, and without you know kind of rehashing that for people who are, who are aware uh, different points of view have different ramifications because if you're a, a hard determinist then people aren't really responsible for their actions if you're a pure free will uh, individual then they fucking are <laughs> determinist you mean by We're people who live by the fact that everything is determined or yeah. predestined yeah yeah it's like you don't really have a choice you're still gonna this is still gonna happen to you uh, in some way. In a way, those stupid movies, The Final Destination, were kind of a weird interpretation of it. Like, well, it's your time to die, then you're going to just die. When your number's up. going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, nah, not really. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know. There's. Uh, but why but am dying, I. Dying may be my only argument to that. Other than that, like, the rest of your life. The shit you go through is generally a product of the decisions you've made for to all get intents there. and purposes. I, I do, I do have to go a little bit on the soft determinism. Generally. I do have to go a little on the soft determinism because I do think that, uh, as much as I want to, and philosophically sometimes operate from the point of view of the hundred percent free will, there's just too strong of influence between both nature and nurture, and frankly, the culture we're brought up in. You know, it's interesting. You and then the side-handed, uh, unex- unexplainable things like oh, cancer or whatever. I mean, shit that just yeah can happens. Yeah, yeah. That things that the, beyond our control. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I always am reminded. I'm going to mess the quote up, but something about like people. Most people who who aren't maybe as contemplative as someone who majored in philosophy and psychology, uh, you know, always like frequently distance themselves throughout history for the past, you know, at least several decades saying, Oh, you know, I would never, I would stand up to Nazi Hitler, you know, to, to Nazi Germany and all this. And, uh, you know, having said, uh, that I'm a liberal, you can imagine my feeling on the current, uh, orange haired uh, president. Um, but suffice it to say, and I don't want to compare him necessarily to Hitler, but there are some. Well, I mean, we're seeing the re- just rise of Nazis. You're, you're dating everything, by okay, sorry. That. Well, at any rate, um, I guess there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of the Not that people. I disagree. <laughs> a lot of the people that we become, uh, a lot of what goes into making the person that we all, you know, uh, is our. Surroundings, and there is definitely something to be said for lucky breaks. You know, um, there's certainly hard work and timing and being in the right. But sometimes there are just there are just fucking miracles. You know, the heavens open up and something happens just so. You know, uh, I remember several years ago, uh, without going into details, uh, I was uh, helping a friend uh, get his car out of the uh, pokey. Out of the uh, the car jail, <laughs> and it just to make a long, very funny story short, um, I ended up getting us out of this situation because the police officer uh, who pulled her over happened to used to work for me uh, twenty one years ago in a different city. So there's something to be said, and Julie and John can both corroborate. Uh, this story. And so there are things to be said for, 
you know, and and if you believe in the multiverse uh, theory of the of the uh, you know universe, you could say that there was like a, a kind of divergent moment where maybe there was a universe where that wasn't the individual, or maybe he didn't used to work for me, and how did that impact our financial reality, etc. You know, did, who knows? You know, there's just, the alterverse, as it were. Yeah, yeah. all the other yeah. options that are out there. Yeah, Schrodinger's yeah. Schrodinger's universe. Although I think they say string theory seems to explain the universe a little bit better than the uh, than that one than anymore. Quantum but I, even. I struggle with keeping track of those. I got the latest Stephen Hawking. There are people uh, that think even more than I do. I I maybe understood half of that damn book. I really tried, but boy, I'm just. I'm I got not the a first one pretty guy. well. I got the first one pretty well. I, I can understand the intricacies of the mind better than I can the intricacies of the, the which in many ways is the microcosm from the, the macrocosm. Yeah. Well, if you, well, I guess the microcosm would technically be the quantum subatomic level, um, but in some many ways, uh, the mind could be said to be very similar in that there's like much like space, there's like limitless amounts to explore although i guess going down in scale also so there's actually three directions well there's three dimensions that too there's a fourth it's called time by most definitions anymore it's true it's true and although it's very certain and and that is that is the dimension that divides the different dimensions as it were the uh, arrow of time yeah it's how how one Molecular existence propels itself through from beginning to end. I hope and I'm not going too tangential here. No, no, there's no such thing. But since we're talking about all this in physics and other shit, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I think that much like, at least as far as I'm aware, and I could be, I'm probably at least a decade behind on my current scientific knowledge. Uh, but uh, at least a decade or two ago, the speed of light was seen as this. Um, a breakable barrier. Yeah, this un, this unpassable. But we've said that about everything in the time of history. So I am actually convinced that since things slow down, I'm convinced that if you can go faster than the speed of light, you can actually go backwards in time. And I have absolutely zero evidence to support they've done this it. claim. You know they've done it. Have they? Yeah. Oh. CERN. They they <clears throat> blasted some particle so fast and went faster than the speed of light. Oh, cool! And so and was I like right? showed up. A, I might have. I probably heard about. It. I can't teeny think. tiny itty bitty measurement prior to when it should have. I, I like, freely admit I may it, have it, read it and just it, for about that. Years ago, and just yeah. forgotten. But I've held on to that belief. Well, since I've at held least on to it for years 90s. too. But the, but they've the technically done it now uh, <clears throat> by all the scientific data. And there's 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 stuff out there that says they yeah, there's a botched experiment or whatever. But down there where things are. But yeah, they they do say the that for lack of a better word, that whatever they shot through space, yeah. space time, yeah, uh, bent the time continuum. Sweet. Yeah, uh, it's not time travel by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, but but like fucking humans did that, man. That's pretty amazing. Bent that that fourth yeah. wall. Yeah. Uh, How long do you think till we till we make? Because what's the large? Oh, I just had a thought. I've never even thought about this before. What about a CERN thing that's as big as a circumference of the, the planet? Earth? Because that's the biggest you could go before you had to go outside into Correct. space or onto a larger planet. 
Unless they could do something where it's Did like. Do you have spirals. any idea how much humans would have to get along for that to happen? Oh, uh, interstellar, like cross culturally. No, oh. just around the around the circumference of the globe. Oh, yeah, Inter- like That's interculturally yeah. and and just, with, within I was just countries. Learning about the Afghanistan and, ring road and why they can't get the whole country connected and why we kept losing is because there's like these four areas divides in the where they country. just keep blowing that shit up and you can't. Yeah. The cement's not even dry and they're blowing it up again. Well, it's and like, like North Korea doesn't want to realize that there's. And, and when North you're in Korea and South Korea, they think there's just Korea, but it's not that way. Well, and, and, then, and that's the thing with, with space travel is yeah. as soon as you so, get into space, you lose oxygen, you have an explosion, and everyone dies. It's like <laughs> right. you, don't, you don't have to that's have... That's pretty fair, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. Everybody dies. I mean, think about suicide bombers on a fucking Martian, you know, on a Mars, uh, you know, surface mm-hmm. or something. Total recall. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Like, that... So, so you asked me how long I think it's going to be, and I, frankly, I don't know if the human race is going to make it long enough with the technology advancing. I I doubt it either. I think, I think that we are on a crash course immediately. So, but this is not about me. So back to you. Well, actually, I was uh, just listening to God. What's his name? He's uh, considered one of the new atheists. not Christopher Hitchens, uh, Sam Harris. Christopher died. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, Sam Harris. He was talking about uh, which I I actually tend to agree. It's like you know with AI, uh, fucking Skynet, bitch. Once <laughs> the thing, the problem is, is that as soon as you get your first real sentient uh, AI that's truly sentient and can think on its own, it's going to realize. Within what they say, like one week is worth twenty thousand years of learning. Like it's going to learn way faster than we can catch up with it. How to circumvent everything, and we're done. Like I don't know. So uh, some people, some futurologists have compared us to like the um, the the larval stage of consciousness, and that the next stage is AI. That they'll see that. You know, we'll ask them to help, you know, AI to help us with problems. And it'll be like, well, you know what's the problem? Too you. Many, too many fucking humans. <laughs> <laughs> too many people living on top of one another. Not enough jobs. You know, what's the solution to spam? Kill all humans. <laughs> you right. Know? I'm not... Yeah, uh, you know, we just... Uh, we just act first. And, and the problem is, is because of, frankly, of capitalism... Uh, there's absolutely no way to slow it down because there's always going to be someone who's going to pay. So there's always going to be... It's always going to be pressing forward. No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're all going to die anyway, so it's all good. But either way, I mean, we're going to die to the machines. We're going to die to cancer because we can't afford cancer drugs. And we're going to die of what they used to call old age seven. unless we get shot or axe murdered or hit did by you, a truck. Did or you something. know that the human body actually goes through an actual end-of-life uh, like growth phase, not growing larger, but just there, where there's physical yeah. uh, thing, but then it actually stops again? Like, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I learned about that in the developmental psych classes and such. It's quite a- well, there's a systems change that happens when when the body dies. Yeah. The machine alters itself. Yeah. And without the 
21 grams of measured human weight on average that expels at the point of death. Uh, that, 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 yeah, the machine keeps moving a little bit. Yeah. How did I do for that first question? You're, you're killing it, man. Cool. We're, we're actually up to question three, I think. Oh, because okay. I think we've done a decent, oh, yeah. decent job. Why. Yeah, I think we've yeah. done a decent job of helping define why you are who you are. Sure. It's because all that crazy shit you deal with in your head, and the education has gotten you there. Ooh. Checking it out, right? Numero tres. Question number three. What makes you unique? Uh, my epidermal layer. <laughs> Or lack thereof. Yeah. Unless you have... Border- Again, translucent man in front of me. <laughs> Unless you have borderline personality disorder. <coughs> yes. Uh, what makes me unique? Was that the question? Oh, God. There's a lot. I mean... I know everyone's their own unique snowflake, just like everyone else. But... I think it's fair to say... That I'm specifically probably more unique than most. And that's used to be a point of pride. It's pretty fucking self-centered. Yeah, it is. It is. That's true. Go ahead. Uh, I won't deny that. Um, I just, in particular, have never, I've always overthunk everything. In particular points of view because I want to be educated and be thoughtful and be intentional and not just do things because that's the way it's always been done. Um, I'm just not that guy at all on any level. And that leads to kind of seeing through a lot of rituals and, you know, things that are just done because that's the way my parents did it and my grandpappy before them in such, uh, it has its upsides, but it definitely has its downsides for sure, too. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've never, you know. <laughs> What's actually funny is uh, how many of the things that the millennials and the quote-unquote hipsters or whatever do, how long you and I had been doing them already. and uh, Like, just off the top of my head, like... Um, you know, uh, not watching TV. Well, TV's dying now, but I I remember not oh, watching. Fuck TV, man. I got podcasts and exactly. Netflix. Exactly, right? We've always been that way. But <coughs> we were doing it 20 years ago, not watching TV. You know, we'd watch movies. We'd listen to music. We'd go dancing. We'd go, you know, we'd go out and do things and blah, blah, blah. But we never really watched just television like like, oh, my show's on at 7. We better be, you know, There were a Wednesday. couple in my early 20s. Yeah. But that was kind of it. Yeah, South and Park And most of them me. are short-lived. But, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, just that being one example. And, and that may be a small thing. I don't drink coffee. Like, I'm literally, there have been offices. There was an office uh, when I was a weight loss counselor for uh, LA Weight Loss where I was the only one of the seven, well, however many employees. Like, I was the only one in the office that didn't drink coffee. And you just see... In a diet place, you should drink coffee. Yeah, right. It's a good dietary thing, you know? (laughs) Shit. But go ahead. But just... Yeah, it helps that too. But it's just funny. It's like like everyone, like, would take their little coffee break when there was a lull, and I'm like, I'm going to go stack, you know, I'm going to go do stocking or whatever, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay busy. Um, uh, And not to go into work ethic and all that, but just, you know, I don't drink coffee, uh, I don't watch TV, 
Uh, I've never understood why humans are slaves to their. Phone. You watch TV shows. You just don't watch Sometimes. TV. Yeah, you don't have, have like programming, yeah. as it were. You no. have on yeah. demand whatever you. Yeah, if you two want to watch, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't have like Netflix. <laughs> or, I don't have Netflix or cable or anything like that. Um, you still have absolute availability to internet-driven television. I do. I do. I just haven't engaged with it uh, in over three years, which is kind of nice. Which minimizes your commercials and... Yeah, but it's kind of weird because it's like you hear about like, oh, blah, 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 or I'll see a movie and like, oh, it has so-and-so. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm I, talking about I didn't even know that old. they remade that movie. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm totally with you. I haven't even seen the latest Star Wars movie, which I'm very disappointed. Neither yeah, have I. You want to go together? We should go together because we've got to see it on the big I have, screen. I've had two dates to do it. Neither one has worked out. Yeah, I know. And yeah, we, I got to. I, you just I have would to totally s- go. I have to. We see better it do it because it's about to we, leave we the theater. Do it, I know if it's even still out because it, yeah, it hasn't. So worn. yeah, I mean that's how many movies you I watch. You know what? Maybe it'll come to the little like you can have a beer at it place. So we can go watch it at the beer theater. I'd be down. For which that. is basically a TV twice the size of mine. Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. Um, but yeah, I just I think I do a lot of things that are that are uh, very you know I'm, I mean I know it's not very unique anymore, but you know I've never been married. I've never, um, I mean I've been largely a bachelor, uh, and much like my only child childhood, I kind of just have always entertain myself well. So I was going to say played by yourself. Yeah. It's going to exactly. lead into played with yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to, yeah, mm, I but that. I, I waited. Well, you know, I couldn't not, I like, couldn't One of the avoid it. Living totally on your own, just, yeah, I had to wait. yeah. You played with yourself, you know, Free willing, but that's, man. that's kind of what every person <laughs> should do a little bit more of. Right. Oh, I, I actually think it's very important psychologically for people to be able to live on their own. Um, and actually, I'm kind of concerned by the number of human beings, the homo sapiens, who just feel like they are like missing a part of themselves without someone usually of the opposite sex or somewhat a partner. And uh, don't get me wrong, I have enjoyed being in relationships, but I, I think, frankly, I am too eccentric for most of my partners that I've had. I'm sure, that's not to say there aren't people that are way, you know, crazier than me. Uh, or what there are have definitely you. people crazier than you. Yeah, who are in? I know and love re- some relationships, etc. <laughs> yeah, it's not like same. you're insane. I'll admit it. But. Although to be fair, I think uh, I mean, I, well, there's a number of reasons. I'm not going to go into my all that, but suffice to say, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a number of things that uh, keep me. Uh, although more and more people are single now too. You yep. know, I was childless. Uh, you know, on purpose. Um, most people, you know, uh, you know, their kids and those experiences that I can't really relate to. I've changed more than my fair share of diapers with my mom helping her with baby care and shit. And my, you know, technically I had, uh, two half brothers, uh, one of which was three or four when I moved out of that house. So it's like, you know, still mostly only child, but you know, I, I changed a shitload of diapers literally. You know, and uh, no pun intended. Pun well played. <laughs> so, you know, when I worked for over a year at a, my first job, uh, at a, uh, basically a, a lockdown unit for um, kids uh, in the mental health system, and I would never 
do that again. But no, it's your first career job, not your first job. Yeah, sorry. To be to yeah. be certain, yeah. but sorry. Thanks for the question. like. I know that, but yeah, you had right. you had a life and jobs long before that. Oh yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was a crazy situation. <sighs> Literally, um, yeah, and that and just thinking about that kind of de- derailed me. So what what are we talking about now? <laughs> uh, that's its own. And we, we, we that actually that's. That's done a decent amount of coverage on on that one because the question was why what makes you unique? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. question and I say this every time. I'm still trying to find a better way to word that because the when I say you unique, it doesn't roll out of the f- mouth correctly. But what makes you unique? Oh fucking dude, I almost thought about that. <laughs> And I've written it with like a capital Y O U and like N E E K. But it still doesn't make it roll off the tongue correctly. Yeah. It still sounds dumb, no matter what. Yeah. And so, anyway, I'm just saying that anybody listening. Or how about how about how about this? How help about me the, phrase that. What unique better? qualities make you you? Yeah, there's still the see. Too, I'm too many you still. Yeah. yeah, it's too many fucking you. It's like a it's fucking like a, yeah. Like you, there's goddamn, too many use, not enough rams, and we aren't getting any goddamn just, sheep. I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got ass in my hair. Well, what I did is successfully high five with a cigarette in my hand. There is that. Yeah, yeah. Well, not that you could tell from the color of my, <laughs> or that they can tell by listening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just so. have to imagine through the power of imagination. So, what are we on five? No, we're on four. Oh, four. We're on four. Okay. And, you know, a little padding. What was the question? I, I haven't asked you yet. Oh, okay. Go for it. That helps. Oh, that was three. My bad. Yeah, three was what makes you unique. Numbers. <laughs> four is what makes you similar to other people. Mm. Far more than what makes me unique. Uh, and we as a species would do a lot fucking better if we all could keep that at the forefront of our minds. Uh, we all have physical needs, emotional, psychological, spiritual, which is just a fancy way of, which is just a fancy way of saying, uh, searching for meaning, you know, transcendence, being a part of something greater. Uh, you don't have to be part of a congregation or a church. You can, you know, a lot of people meet that need through, uh, dedicating themselves to, for example, doing good works in their career or, um, being excellent parents, uh, which I th- I've always admired. I, I have to admit, you did an amazing job with your son. Thank you. And I've been uh, very lucky at the same time. True. This is not about me. Yeah. No, I'm just saying though. <laughs> I do um, appreciate. That. You know, but I, I mean, think I it's pretty fucking great. You know, amongst you know of the three of us brothers, you know, we um, I was the one that went into the career path For first those who don't know, Guido and I have been lifelong friends. Long story very short. Yeah, so uh, I was the one who went into uh, <coughs> focused on the scholastic and the career and got the degree first. Now, first. Now that yeah. now, now Brother that, John is caught up. Yeah. And you but, know what? Fuck you. I'm still not getting on that train. I know I'm you're too not. old. I know you're not. That's fine. Uh, but that that's where my focus has been while you folk, you had a son to deal with being a single father. Um, and we all have our focus and that's kind of the spiritual meaning. But, you know, we also have sexual needs and financial needs and, uh, enjoyment needs. The well, needs. financial needs by nature are only because you have other needs that you need to serve in a true. capitalistic world. True, true. But those biosurvival tickets, boy, they cause a lot they do. of stress. Nice word, biosurvival tickets. I like that. Well, I can't claim, uh, that's from the eight, uh, circuit model, uh, 
that uh, Robert Anton Wilson and Timothy Leary uh, espoused. Timothy Leary came up with, I think, first. I don't recall. Um, but at any rate, yeah. I mean, it's... It does sound like a Leary theory. I do, working with the population that I work with, you see, actually, as it happens, not only... I mean, the mental health, negative aspects of the mental health of being homeless are obvious uh, to anyone who's ever been homeless um, or has any amount of empathy. Both of us have. Yes. Uh, That's, it's very rare that I sit in a room yeah. with someone who can look at me and go, no, I've been homeless too. I haven't had to deal with as much shit. I, got, I had lots of friends and I was able to uh, do better than many of my clients. Um, we'll just homeless say. was a lot easier for me than it is for a lot of people. Yeah. But it also has to do a lot with the decisions I made when I was homeless. True. And it also has a lot... Uh, although a lot of a lot of my clients slipped or the ones cracks. I made to get homeless, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> what was the question again? I lost. I We're doing great. No, you're fine. No, no. I just, well, why that. why are you similar to other people? Oh. But, but oh, well, that's exactly what we're talking so, about. So I understand great. what it feels like to, particularly let's say with my clients, you know what it feels like to be uh, uh, marginalized or left behind or these other types of things, and I don't. You know, I'm not saying that as a victim, but I can empathize with it because I've, you know, I've, I've felt rough things. I don't know why I said marginalized or whatever the other. It's else. fine. Yeah. At any rate, erase, erase that from the script. Some of it just becomes flow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what makes me similar? Yeah. Is I need, I need a uh, housing. Um, oh, I was, what I was actually going to say, sorry, I do want to go back there just real quick is, uh, not having your financial needs met. Which aren't legitimate needs, to be fair, but for all intents and purposes, they they are. Yeah, yeah. they're secondary Um, needs. They not only have a mental health aspect, but also a physical health. You know, there's a a tremendous amount of homeless have trench foot um, due to the wet conditions in which they live, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, all sorts of stuff, and I'm not going to go down that. Anybody who is interested knows how to Google um, if you're actually interested. But. you know, we all we all have those needs. You know, we all need to be nourished. We all need to feel uh, needed. Uh, you know, we have these social needs, which, despite my best efforts, we all have. You know, social needs that we also need to met, meet. All these types of things. Um, so, you know, most people want to want a better life for their kids. Um, you know, most people. Uh, want to be respected and want to feel appreciated and um, like to be complimented. Maybe not so much anymore. Hashtag me too. Uh, but, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is what makes me unique. Please refer to question number three. <laughs> I think that was 3C-2. Sure, some something like that. I think, yeah. I'm not quite yeah. how this number says. Having the DJ works, voice so never hurt again. with the iniquity, let me tell you. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, I've done a. a yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, uh, similarities. Yeah, I think that uh, in many ways we are all quite similar. Um, and I think we are a lot more similar than we are. Uh, dissimilar or different or unique or what have you. I think in many ways the similarities are kind of like the ocean 
uh, using that earlier analogy and uh, the dissimilarities of the waves. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, you're a few centimeters. Dude, fucking bring it round. Damn. Yeah, that's that's a callback <laughs> right there. I can't believe I remember that. Um, but it's like, yeah, One okay. More time and it's stuck. This wave, you know, has these dimensions. This other wave is completely different. It, it goes three centimeters to the left or what, you know, it's like, well, yeah, not really. Um, I mean, yeah, they're a unique. A set of three ways. All right, having yeah. surfed. Yeah. And I am, like, I've stood up a couple times for a tiny bit of time. <laughs> like, I only went surfing a half dozen times. But having surfed, I will tell you that where I've surfed, waves generally come in threes. I believe that to be a global truth. I could be incorrect. But when a set of three really? comes in, the three waves that. the three waves are different. Exactly. There's a smaller wave, a larger one, but they're and always the biggest to, one. But if they're and always the biggest to three. one is why when you're standing at the <clears throat> beach, and there again, I've been other places in the world, but it was before I thought about all this. Sure. I did see it in Hawaii, but I was that's still Pacific Ocean. Yeah, I saw it on both sides of Hawaii, though. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Be, whatever it is, the sets of three. Okay. Wave comes in, another wave comes farther in, another wave comes farther in, mm-hmm. and then it rolls back. Hmm. Interesting. Tide coming or going, this is a universal truth. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the Dalai Lama, I don't consider myself Buddhist, but um, I consider him to be a very inspiring individual, as with, frankly, the new Pope. I'm, I've am i become a fan. I like the new oh, Pope. Oh, the new Pope. He's pretty... I like him. He's had some poser moments. Well, I mean, he's Catholic. He's a fucking pope. I still like him, despite the fact he's Catholic. He's still protecting pedophiles. Again, a universal truth. I mean, that is fucking fact and proven. Priests gonna be priests, I guess. Uh, You know, know. I'm sorry. A rapist gonna be rapists. And and that's fucking wrong. No, I agree. I agree. And, And we need to prosecute a rapist. And so that and means he, we need to prosecute ask, a lot of people in the didn't Catholic Church. Did he ask for, for forgiveness or something recently on behalf of Who? The, uh, the Pope? Like I thought he like I don't know. I thought he asked so, like, just the whole yeah. Catholic Church makes. Yeah. If you're Catholic, I don't mean to offend you. I understand the ritual side of it. That's pretty fantastic, actually. But well, well, I'm a bit of an iconoclast as well. But I just that definitely the makes whole me the whole. Yeah, well, ugly thing that we all. I, know I'm about. definitely and much more a huge off. fan of the. Uh, yeah, I think we did Lama. just successfully get totally off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but not really because you were asking me, you know, uh, how how are we similar or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I think the Dalai Lama has like any of his re- like read any of his books, and I think I just would say that. Like, agreed, ditto, whatever you want to call it. Like, he explains it better uh, than I ever could. I'm not interviewing him. That would be cool. No, yeah, right. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, but I I just, I think we we probably have a lot more similarities than we have dissimilarities. I think, as with any complex system, in this case, the complex system being humanity as a species... Uh, you'll find certain patterns that emerge fractally. Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, that they may hate each other over in the Middle East, but as soon as you get, you know, foreigners involved, then it's like, well, okay, now we're all now we're all against the foreigners. It, 
But I mean, it's like, it's interesting how it scales up and down. Just to use one example of you know the tribal second circuit for the eighth circuit model, uh, you know, it starts usually with my family, and then goes to my community, my city, you know, which is why we have sports. Oftentimes, you know, like go, you know, it's like we're something to team symbolically, up for. yeah, we're symbolically, <clears throat> you know, conquering the opponent, you know, or making something a group support. Go ducks, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, all the way up to nations, you know, well, Americans and, you know, but, but before you get to that scale, there's, you know, Southerners versus the Yanks and the, and the lefties on the left coast and that, you know what I mean? But then, but then we'll still and defend our own, divides. but then we'll still defend our own against them damn insert current uh, bad guys of choice. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, America. Am I wrong? Oh, America. <laughs> well, yeah, the truth no, is wrong. Not. I mean, not in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of people's eyes, there's a lot of people out there that do think that this theory is wrong, which that is, this thought process is wrong. Which is one of the interesting things about the, uh, you know, the whole, um, you know, alien sci-fi stuff. It's like, uh, it's so very hopeful because they always plan on, like, the only thing that's going to, it's one of the common themes in sci-fi alien movies. It's like, well, the only thing that's going to unite us as a, as a species truly, you know, across national borders or whatever is, uh, uh, something from another planet in order to, to unite the planet. It's going to take something extra planetary in order to a rally larger, us together. A larger yeah. and more common yeah. enemy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Or what? What? What's more likely is probably some micro. Uh, I want to say aggression, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, microscopic, like uh, biological agent, whether it be you know the next uh, you know Spanish flu or what have you. I mean, our population has just exploded beyond. It's just a matter of time. It's like it is a time bomb. It's just a ticking time bomb. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but but and well deserved. I mean, humankind has had an amazing progress. Well, and you know, speaking of which, you know, speaking like I said, of- we technically we to bring it around again. We've technically bent the fourth wall or the fourth dimension. We technically bent time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and to kind of go back to the Dalai Lama and, and Buddhism, there are you know one of the Buddhist. Uh, kind of origin stories of the the Buddha is that he witnessed the four things that all men experience, and this is why I'm not a Buddhist. I can't remember all four of them, but it was like <laughs> it, it was sickness. Uh, I can't oh, sit still enough. <laughs> it, it was sickness. Uh, yeah, that too. Uh, it, uh, sickness uh, of uh, that, uh, uh, being crippled or something, being like infirm. So it's like being sick, like you have a flu, then there's like, I want to say being infirm and then death itself or something, and then there's a fourth, I'm sorry. What, like four tenets of yeah. how to be a Buddhist or some no, shit? No, 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 no. There, there are four things that the Buddha saw, I thought, uh, Siddhartha Gautama, um, when he was still a prince. Um, you know the story, right? I, I've read some Buddhist, all right, so most of the Long- Buddhist philosophy that I've read has been Alan Watts. Bringing it to America's books, and I don't remember the names of them, but they're on the shelf over there. I won't bore the and, listeners yeah. with, with recounting it. Although I think I could do it in under five minutes. If, we got five. Okay. <laughs> so my recollection of uh, Siddhartha Gautama 
Um, he, he was born a prince. He was, uh, it was prophesized um, that he would either... Siddhartha Gautama is the Buddha. The Buddha. Just Who so, became the yeah, Buddha, yeah. To, not to blow your yeah. thing out, but... Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, this was around the same time Socrates was blowing people's minds over in Greece. I believe it's about 500 BC or so, give or take. There's a lot of interesting parallels there, and I, yeah. and I don't want to say Western philosophy helped push I, each other. It was I, amazing. Was but. was Lao Tzu? All right, you're, sh- you're blowing your five minute call. Sorry, my bad. Let's yeah. See where you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ooh, where was I? Lao um, Tzu. Anyhow, go ahead. Uh, oh, Siddhartha Thomas. Thomas. So yes. uh, it's prophesied he'd either be <laughs> a great king uh, and a ruler or a great holy man, and so the king. Or whatever, uh, the prince's father didn't want him to be a religious figure, so he uh, protected him from all aspects of the world. And I don't recall what it was, but when he, whenever he would uh, leave the palace, basically the king would have like all the the beggars and the and the sick people and all these types of people removed. So it was only just very kind of fairy tale uh, esque uh, when he'd go. And but eventually, uh, and and said. Siddhartha um, ended up getting married and having kids and all this. Um, he was still a young prince, though. And I think eventually he saw these four signs, and I forget what they are. I'm such a bad Buddhist, but fortunately I'm not a Buddhist. Uh, but I think the fourth one was death. And it was like it was like sickness, old, sickness, old age, and death. And there was a fourth one in there, and I don't remember what it was. But when he saw these things, uh, I, re- I forget what events transpired, but it basically had him become disillusioned. Like, what's the point of all this wealth and these endless orgies when, uh, or whatever he was doing. God, that was probably very blasphemous to a true Buddhist. No. Um, did I it's mention I was a... That you're, you're pretty close to my understanding. Did I mention blanket. I was a bit of an iconoclast? <laughs> um, at any rate, uh, so he ended up uh, leaving uh, everything behind, going out and meditating and becoming a holy man. Uh, he tried uh, fasting and all these various things um, before he finally um, attained enlightenment under the... I have no idea how to pronounce it because I always read it. B-O-D-H-I. Bodhi tree. It's in India. Bodhi. Uh, Bodhi as in becoming a bodhisattva. Yeah. Yes. And this is where he, quote unquote, attained enlightenment. Back to surfing, by the way. Became the Buddha. (laughs) Pop culture reference. There we go. (laughs) Uh, And that is, uh, yeah, I'll leave the rest of, but how'd I do? Dude, like 320. Nicely done. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Three minute and twenty second summation of Buddhism. Well, actually, or at least no, the life actually, of the Buddha. Act, life well, of the Buddha. Pre-Buddha. So I break it down even quicker. I just go, basically, he was a man born into wealth who then decided to try and experience everything he possibly could and came out finding that none of them filled the hole. And when he figured out that none of the things filled his hole, he started looking to himself, and that's where he found his answers. Well, and then he That's found- my thing. And then there's yeah. lots of branches, just like yeah. any other fucking religion. Yeah, yeah. There's the realized pain part and try and understand and eliminate. But now we're way off topic, and we're, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. This, this is not. I forgot what, what got us there. What was that? Was that the last one? Sorry, I just got a text. My mom just got her puppy. No, that wasn't the last one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I was talking about... Yeah, this is question four. Question four, yeah, because I was talking about our similarities. Yeah, so we all... we were just doing footnotes on question four. (laughs) We all experience, uh, you know, so we do. We all experience uh, certain things. We all have certain needs, socially, familial. You know, we need to feel like we belong and that 
people have our back, which is what family is, I think, in many ways. Do you um, think it's you know, a pack like, instinct? And I don't mean just pack. I mean fucking murder of crows, gaggle of geese, yeah. pack of dogs, yeah. pride of cats, gang. whatever. Yeah, gang of fucking teenagers. That's, I mean, that's frankly, I mean, they've... They've shown uh, one of the the main the best way to keep kids from joining gangs is to give them other fun things to do. Mm-hmm. It's really that fucking simple. It's like, yeah, that's it's not going to solve everything, but you know, it fucking helps a lot. Well, and my mother and my upbringing and the way I chose to try and up, bring my son up is. Not always the same, but in this aspect it is. Basically, you keep them busy and tired, and they're too busy and tired to be in trouble. Yep. That's true. And, and so just, like, fucking support everything they do, man. Yeah. Like, That's they want to guitar, always, get them a guitar if you can amazed. in any way make it happen. Find a friend who has a guitar who will let them play it. That was one of the, that was one of the top, probably half a dozen things I really admired about you is you all like no matter what he wants he'd be doing fucking seven things at a time and I'm like Jesus like yeah but you made it happen and that was awesome but you alright you learned that you like that Black Sabbath song Mr. Crowley and you want to read something about Crowley I know somebody who has his biography <laughs> I'll let's call Guido and and so over half a dozen versions of his biography yeah, but like happens. but like yeah Uncles, uncles do their jobs, so thank you for that. Of course. But, but again, this is not about me. Again, I appreciate yeah. the compliment. Sure. Uh, but this is about you, not me. Yeah, so that's what makes us similar is the fact that we're they all... They learn about me by listening to me talk to all these people. Human beings, or human doings as the case may be. Nicely done. Thank you. I haven't used that word in a while. Yeah. Trademark Tyler. Yeah, so... Uh... Actually, yeah. somebody told me that once, but... That's what makes us similar, is everything else. Everything that matters. What makes us similar is everything that doesn't make us different. Yeah. But we get... But our minds are designed to see difference in the world of duality, in the world of physical existence, because from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes more sense. There are so mil- many millions of stimuli... Entering our five sensory organs at any given second in time, uh, that the mind has to gate off ninety nine point nine percent of it, and the people who survived to pass along their genes are the ones that noticed the rustling in the bush before the big fucking cat came and ate the whole tribe. Those were the ones who survived. Those are the genes we got. We didn't get this, the- and it's not just us. It's not just us. Yep. And they say that cats domesticated to us, or was it dogs domesticated to us? But one of them domesticated to us because their life was easier just following us around. Yeah, yeah. The, well, yeah, actually, so the first uh, dogs, and some amazing dogs were such a wonderful example of how quick, I mean, you want to talk about evolution and uh, They know, realized and, and we genetics. discarded bones that still had meat on yeah. them that they could eat. Well, and it was easier to follow us around. And they so, eventually became more and, and more so used the, to it. And so the wolves that were at the very something. far bell end of open to new experiences and trusting were the ones that would be most drawn just by logic, you know. And then... And people now and, and can then, domesticate a dingo. Yeah. Which... Is literally the dog our brother has. Like, that's a fucking domesticated dingo. Yeah. <laughs> a dingo ain't my baby. He would eat a baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. 
Yeah, but but yeah, it, it, it makes sense if you think about it. So of course, naturally, the statistically inevitable fringe wolves in this case that would have in wherever part of the world happened to get close enough, and whatever human happened to be, you know, the right human was just open enough to the dog, and they somehow formed a relationship, and it carried on, and and it was mutually beneficial because dogs are nature's alarms. They are the epitome of the second circuit of boundary holding. Like, motherfucker, no, you are... N- oh, no. I will sacrifice myself for the well, back. Well, anybody who listens to this knows that the dog tells me when there's bad guys. Like, yeah. the one I recorded last night, which I don't know what order they're going to go up in, but the one I recorded last night, the dog barked at the street sweeper. And and the guest dog then started to bark yeah. at the street sweeper. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, there's bad guys. And so it was. It was. It was absolutely a symbiotic relationship. The dogs got to eat easier, but the humans got earlier warning system. It was was nature's first alarm. Of course, cats. You know, kept us. uh, uh, Kept our grain stores from rats. From rats, not just our grain stores, but our entire living quarters. Yeah, and and that. You know, like it's been said that cats had a great effect on the death of the bubonic plague. Yeah, I was just going to say. But, you know, all right. Again. Numero cinco. Wonderfully off topic in the footnotes, but still killing it, right? Thank you. Uh, Dog is like... Last question. Slobbering. Last question. Question number five. Tell me about a defining moment. A defining... Thinking back on all that we've gone through. A A defining moment for me? Yes. I mean, preferably. Which one? Uh, yeah, just one. Defining moment. Um, you know, I. on the one hand, I have a ton of them. But on the other hand, I really don't. Because, like, I, I've never been to any of my graduations. I've technically graduated from high school, from uh, community college, and then from college college. University. There you go. And um, it's a big American word. Yeah. Uh, and the only graduations I've been to were girlfriends of mine, as it happens. Um, so I, you know, and I've never been married. Um, been baptized twice. <laughs> uh, once when I second was, was a child. Joke. And second one was a joke. No, the second. It one was a trial was, thing. I understand. The second, well, the first one was when I was a child, was like a baby or whatever, and then I think the second one. Was when I was ten and became born again, or whatever. Uh, no, you got baptized when you were in your. Never mind. You know, actually, I will say, I, I will say, I don't know why I'm going this direction, but I'll go. Sure. Uh, so one of my defining moments, probably one of my most powerful, certainly the earliest one I recall, was when I became born again. Uh, I was ten. I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior in front of the church of uh, Holy Rollers in Kansas City, Missouri. Is that actually what it was called? Well, no. Because, they're, you know, the Holy Rollers are an actual thing. Oh, well, yeah, no, I know they're a thing. I just, yeah. Do you care to share the name of the church? I'm I, I don't even remember, you to be honest. Okay. Um, the church of our... 
It was just something a, or other. Yeah, what denomination it, was it? It was. It, they don't. The ones in the Midwest mostly don't have denominations because they're too far conservative. You know what I mean? Like they're they're their own thing. Like uh, Foursquare. If you if you're familiar with your denominations, okay. like Foursquare would be close ish, I guess. Pentecostal, like you know, Holy Spirit speaking okay. in tongues, all that kind of stuff. Miracle. Uh, Miracles. I told you about that. Steps away from talking to snakes and shit. Yeah, yeah. We didn't ever handle any poisonous animals. <laughs> uh, but we were, uh, I would say, one step from that. I mean, I may have primed it, but that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I mean, now in the Ozarks, I mean, Church that's, of the that's, Monster. that's where they do that shit. Yeah. yeah. They get the snakes and they fucking, I mean, that's right out of the Ozarks. And, <laughs> and some moron dies and makes the cover of the Inquirer. That's a few every, hours every, away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think, uh, becoming uh, born again was very, uh, powerful and formative, uh, in its own way, I am. I have. I want to say, be, been many people since then. <laughs> that was my uh, first real identity, I guess. And if we're talking about, well, the, remind me the questions wording again, please. It's just tell oh. me about a defining moment. Defining moment, yeah. So yeah, when I accept the, yeah, it's funny, yeah. I, I very much felt the Holy Spirit. That was my first time uh, feeling that. It's interesting because there's so many, you know, going back to the comparative world religions about, you know, how uh, there's other traditions that are not Christian where, you know, this feeling of energy or, you know, like a chill uh, will sweep the room or, or, you know, what have you. These very, but they're all very similar metaphors uh, or what have you or, uh, interpretations or models of the same experience, which is a state of ecstasy, of kind of, you know, literally ecstasis, being beyond oneself. And it was one of my first, I would say, and it was very impactful for me at the time, incredibly so. For about... Well, in some ways, some might say it never left. It's just changed in different forms because I've always valued, although in the past five or ten years I haven't done nearly as much in the kind of spiritual realm as I did the previous two decades or so. Um, But very much like once I moved out here, it kind of swung the opposite direction, shall we say, Mm -hmm. Uh, in many ways. Uh, But it was still very intensely... Uh, Out here being West Coast America. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, Being very intensely focused in a spiritual, religious uh, manner, philosophical, but just being not that anymore, (laughs) shall we say. Not that being... Not uh, the, the fundamentalist Christian upbringing that I had, I would say. You're, by definition, not Christian anymore. Oh, I wouldn't consider myself. No. No. Uh, My current interpretation of Christianity is 
probably uh, a lot more compassionate focus than you see in the acts and behaviors of, unfortunately, too many individuals who call themselves Christian. Although, to be fair, I'm sure lots of people in, you know, Burma uh, call themselves Buddhists who are in the army, you know, performing these heinous acts, too. So, to be fair, I'm sure every religion has it. It's just that we happen to be in America, and here in America, at least growing up in the decades that I we grew up in, you and I, um, being mainly the, the 80s and 90s in particular, uh, it was still up until... It's funny, because like the past decade or two, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, if people identify as, you know, pagan or this, that, or the other thing, I mean, there's all sorts of different identities, and that goes into identity politics, which I won't dive into, but... Um, yeah, I think, uh, becoming born again that very first time was pretty impactful. Becoming born again again was also pretty impactful. That was the one I said was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't a joke so much as I don't want to be insulting it, because, but, but it was, it, it was, was a personal test. It was many things, and one of them was successful. <laughs> was one of the things it was. Good. I, I think that's probably good. Perfect. Oh, right? uh, I will say this, uh, speaking of which, if you're at all interested in um, an interesting perspective. If they're still here, they're interested. Fair enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, they can press stop. One you know. thing I uh, did when I became born again again <coughs> was I reread... The Book of Mark, which is considered... Really? Why'd you pick Mark? The most accurate of the the four Gospels. Uh, I went to Lutheran school, John, all the way. But go ahead. Uh, From a scholastic, uh, from everything that they know, based off of all the stuff, you know, I mean, as you you may or may not know, like, none of the Gospels were written during... Well, the Apostles are the ones that you need to read. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And those, if you can read all four of them... And Luke did two books, I think. Either way, it doesn't matter. If you can read all four of them, then you have the broad breath, much like studying um, the problem Socrates. Is, the problem you have the broad is, breath understanding. It's like, I think John wasn't written for a full century after he was, Jesus yeah. was gone. The, Mar- Mark was the closest in my scholastic research um, when I, and I was actually quite active in some uh, interesting... Uh, John's the happiest, chapter. that's why the Lutherans like him. What's that? John's the happiest, that's why the Lutherans like him. Oh. oh, go ahead. Um, but what was I saying? Uh, you reread when you got born again oh, again. Yeah, yeah. You re- oh, reread on, Mark uh, on uh, Christmas. Got us on the on uh, Christmas Day on his birthday, uh, supposedly at least traditionally. Um, even though I think most scholars, well, there's a lot of debate, but I think April through May is uh, based off the the talk of the shepherds and what time of year they take their. They, they don't do that in the middle of fucking December. You know what I mean? Right. Just saying. Um, yeah. Christmas is off-dated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but understood from... Well, I'm, I'm getting off topic. So is anyway, Easter for that matter, but go yeah. ahead. Um, but anyway, interesting thing. So for, pretend like you forget everything you've ever known about um, Jesus and, and Christianity and just read the Book of Mark. Just 
in one sitting. Doesn't take too long. Took me like a couple hours, maybe, if that, hour or two. It's not that big. Well, of a book. and all the books are pretty short. Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad. The whole book itself is a what a thousand pages. If you got one of the oh, the entire Bible. Print ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, old and New Testament entire Bible. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. But I. It, all right, fuck all that conversation. Yeah. You know what I just realized? We have done a brief history of the Buddha and, and the discussion. Gospels. Of what apostles you should read. And the, well, the Gospels and their brief <laughs> history. I think. And yeah. maybe we should. Shall we call it quits? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we could do this off mic for the rest of the night yeah. for what I fucking care. Hashtag Taoism. Dude, thanks so much. Oh, this has course. been awesome. Sure. Yeah, I can kill it. It's been good. Yeah. Would you be willing to come back for another one? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Round two of the questions. Yeah. I'm working on making them just as big and stupid and open. Nice. (laughs) Thanks, man. Thank you.